on the last episode of Dice Funk. Three harpoons just slammed into the Glitter Gold Nine and embedded themselves in the deck. Your ship is now being reeled in. Did she notice that this person fell? Do you want to notice? No. All right, you do not notice that you have just murdered that figure. Violet takes command of the ship. The two ships scrape past each other. You guys look into the cold, dead eyes of the metal orb men. Three figures jump aboard your ship. The first one, the leader, is a goblin. Oh, jeez. Second figure is a bipedal hyena. This is called a knoll. And then the last figure is entirely done up in lightish armor, no skin showing, and the armor has a dragon motif. Are you saying that no one can leave this ship? Are you talking about how no one can leave this region? No one can leave Lorelei. Who are you attacking? The Knoll. 19! <laughs> and you just run up and charge, and you plant your horn directly in the chest of this Knoll, tipped with large claws, sharper than a goblins usually are. The arm from about the elbow down is blood red. That goblin is going to use that arm to seize you by the throat. The goblin lifts, lifts you up off the deck by your neck and dangles you over the side of the Glitter Gold Nine. I'm gonna uh, use Cure Wounds. You put your hands on the knoll that there's something wrong with the wound. There's like something moving inside. Then he's gonna give Dr. Sherry a leaf. <laughs> it's a symbol of friendship. You're sitting by the frogman. He is chained to Violet. You see the feathers start to glow faintly. Oh my god, I know where I know you from. <laughs> no, you don't. You're that girl that I killed. There's a brilliant flash of light from the feather that Bullywug is holding that envelops all of you attached to this chain. Okay, well, I'm like, you know, maybe this Bullywug knows what's going on. I'm going mm -hmm. over the edge. Well, that's enough pleasantries. I think it's time for us to take our leave. Pulls Levinny with him and just jumps off the edge of the railing, like, without any fear. straight because there's been some questions about the size of your dudes i don't i don't think violet is like that big yeah that's what i've been thinking so let's just let's put this to rest can we go down the line alphabetical johnny lauren leon sketch how old are your characters and what does that mean to your species does that make sense like what what is it equal to our human understanding mm -hmm. oh who wants to start all right i guess alphabetically that's me i'm first drop is in his mid-20s um i don't i don't have a like an exact age, but basically somewhere between the 23 to kind of like 27 range. Um, I wanted to make a character who was still young enough that he wasn't like completely like educated in the ways of the world and things like that. Like he's had a really isolated kind of sheltered life in the sense that he hasn't really seen much outside of his hometown and outside of the monastery, which is why there might be some fantastical things that he's just not aware of. Which is why last episode I was referring to the unicorn as um, the horse with a rock stabbed through its head. Yeah. Your character also has a very high wisdom, but not a great, like like a mediocre intelligence. Mm -hmm. So like, once you get knowledge, you know what to do with it, and you're good at acquiring it. But like right now, you're not full up on it because you've been in like seclusion, I guess. Yeah. Because the, the the intelligence wisdom thing can be can trip up new players. 
he's he's old enough that he spent at this point in time you know a little more than a decade training at the monastery so he has the the, the skills and the wherewithal to 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 be you know capable to be an adventurer but at the same time there's just so much about the world that he doesn't know that mm. uh it's it's all going to be pretty surprising for him lauren that's you oh i thought we were doing like hate too I, I don't mind leaving blank spaces for people's imagination to fill in. I think like in season one, I never said like what color Anne's hair was and like everyone had their own interpretation. That's cool. It's just like what's important to you. And that's like Johnny said, he doesn't have an age in mind and that's fine. We, that's for fan fiction writers to decide, <laughs> but it's cool if you just have like a general idea. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a couple of listeners approach me at this point in time and, and tell me that they think the reason why people keep trying, dying around drop is that he's drop dead sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a very interesting uh, theory, to say the least. Okay, so Vinny is, um, she looks like she's in her 20s. She died when she was in her 20s, but it's been seven years, so she still looks like she's in her 20s, but I guess technically she's like late 20s to early 30s, is long, how long she's been existing on the world. You and Drop are kind of in the same general arena, but since your brain is like weird, like it means something else. Yes. Yeah, as a, as a human... You know, we're all kind of familiar with what the, the mid-20 spread is, so. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what what your scores indicate about the way you see the world, because you have a low wisdom. That's like you fucked it up bad, right? You have a four in wisdom? Yeah. So, yeah, like I, I think the explanation for that is like dying and coming back just like totally wrecked your like awareness of stuff. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard to to delineate the difference between intelligence and wisdom. That's something like we're still grappling with at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like oh, well, maybe a little bit book smarts versus street smarts kind of thing. Yeah, like you're not you're not an idiot, but you've like you've become unmoored from interaction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, describing part of what wisdom is as awareness is a generally a good line of thought because that just handles a lot of what wisdom is applied in within the context of the game itself so yeah like she's not bad at math but she didn't take the cues that was a bad idea to keep nagging dr sherry until she was recognized yeah she doesn't pick up on things she's she's a smart airhead yeah yeah or a smart enough airhead i wasn't planning on or like i didn't think that information was going to be revealed last episode i kind of wanted you guys to meet those three characters and then it would be like kind of a mystery Mm -hmm. about like which one maybe had killed her but she kept interacting with it and i felt like that was a natural evolution of what she was doing there mm-hmm. so it led to some stuff and why wouldn't Vinny interact with the giant dog wearing glasses like <laughs> I, di- I didn't mention her wearing glasses at the time but uh, between becky and your f- art lauren uh, it's definitely canon now that dr sherry wears glasses <laughs> that's the thing I don't, have we talked about that this season that fan art has a way of becoming canon yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's something i've been aware of as well mm-hmm pretty good but yeah leon why don't you clear up this confusion or maybe add some more confusion into the pot because you're the character who is you know in question okay unicorns live for centuries uh she's like 20 now that doesn't mean that she's like the equivalent of that like she's a baby and she doesn't understand how to walk or talk or anything 
Centuries is hundreds. Unicorns live for thousands. Okay, okay. So well, it's even well, more that, than that. Okay, all right. Well, then the, the point I'm trying to say is by, you would think like by that, like some human equivalent that she's like a day old. But no, <laughs> she, she can speak and talk and do all the things that a 20-year-old can do. But as a unicorn uh, who has been sheltered in a particular area, which is called Unicornicopia. It is uh, absolutely not. You just got pokey wrapped. <laughs> yes, it is. You just got pokey wrapped. It's our, It's it's on my Twitter, so it doesn't matter. Here's the point. Um, she has an intelligence of seven and a wisdom uh, of seven. I think wisdom seven is just the way she is. Intelligence of seven is she just doesn't. She hasn't learned a whole lot about what's going on. She's spent a lot of her time reading uh, outdated human encyclopedias that mean that mean very little to her. Um, and she knows like what's going on like in her home region which i've already told you what it's called but she doesn't know what's going on here so she's kind of she's also kind of immature i don't there's no like score for that that's just part of who she is when you when you first talked about unicorn barbarian i think it's the juxtaposition the contrast was funny but now that we've like have kind of worked with it a little i think it actually makes sense for her like immaturity it's almost like a manifestation of a tantrum, the way that she fights, yeah. right? Like you just yeah. got frustrated and you lashed out because that's what a child does. And I like this idea. Kind of, kind of. But as, as I, 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 look, there, I, look, Violet got a lot of heat for uh, attacking one of the pirates. And yes, I'm sorry, but Sherry counts. Um, here, here's the thing. Look, I, like if it were me in that situation, I would not attack because that's a dumb idea mm-hmm. and I don't know the full situation. But here's what we did know. A group called the Black Hearts mm-hmm. started chasing down our ship with their ship. They shot sharp harpoons in them to try to reel us in, steal our ship, and drop us off in a drowned earth. I think we were, you know, quote unquote, justified in fighting back. It was just a really bad idea. And that's why I thought it was funny to do it. Oh, no, no. It, uh, it was funny. I'm, I'm not denying that it was funny. Um, I mean, that's that's not that's not what Aliza's contention was with what happened there. It was more just the target you chose of the options. Yes. Oh, she didn't she didn't she didn't know like which one was the most innocent of the three. She just says, "Oh, this one's ugly. Uh, this is probably a monster," which is which is a really which is a really like shitty way to think about things. But I imagine it's a, it's a way that unicorns think about things. Wouldn't the goblin be uglier though? I'm sorry, but something about that fur. <gasps> Who knows how unicorns see the world, right? Right. There's some there's some um, sketchy elitism going on here, and uh, no, no, there <laughs> absolutely is. Uh, she she's very into the fact that she's a unicorn. <laughs> and it, there, there there's like a there's like a mild twinge of racism that she doesn't entirely understand is wrong. Mm-hmm. By the way, if I keep laughing uh, just sporadically over the course of this call, it's because I am on a loop watching a thing on Tumblr. Where it's a, it's it's a gravestone that says R.I.P. and a dick comes out of the ground. <laughs> I just cannot stop looking. At it. So I'm gonna turn it off now. Or that's all I'm gonna do during this show. I'm gonna want to link to that later. I'm gonna show it to you. Oh jeez. I'm just gonna reblog it. I'm gonna reblog it now and put it on so it pop up on my Twitter so we can all watch it later. But it, but I'm I'm totally ready to do this. Um, sketch is the last one. Uh, I'll sketch you want to tell us uh what what. Fun, funny elves are uh elias is easily the oldest of the group by a factor of a century at this point because he's at a, around 120 years old which still amounts to effectively being in his 20s at most <laughs> as a human but you know he's just lived for that long also he 
I'm not sure how tall everyone else is. Elias is at, is six feet, and when I rolled for random uh, weights before I rolled my stats, he was 110 pounds, which, in all honesty, does not seem to comport with him having at least average strength. It would be like if he was like a five strength, that would make more sense, but... I like how we're all just happen to be the most attractive versions of your characters. <laughs> just like, none of you are old and crusty. Well, it would I mean, for Elias, it wouldn't make sense for him to be particularly old either. So, um, I mean, he, I he also has the highest intelligence in the party, but we have yet to really delve into that. And his wisdom isn't negative, but it's, you know, tied for his worst stat at 11. You're definitely the nerd of the group. And oh, I think yeah. that's an interesting choice you made. I, I support that because most rogues would have put their best stat in dexterity. But you're you're definitely going for the role playing approach, which I like. Right, right. You're, you're far and away the smartest. Right. And also because magic book reading and stuff like that it felt like it was more useful for him long term to have intelligence as his focus than dexterity mm -hmm. all right so you guys are currently tumbling through the air do you want to start uh sure sure all right so the party is chained ankle to ankle to ankle to ankle uh from front to back um these are i guess arbitrary but lavinia in the front because she was talking to dr sherry at the beginning of the line behind her elias her friend who was there then Drop, who was trying to get some distance between uh, himself and the weird people next to him, which is obviously Violet, who wasn't conscious, the Bullywog, who instigated this, and then the Bullywog is chained to two gnomes, who s seem very frightened. They're yelling. Just to clarify something, Violet woke up. I mean, we, we said that mm -hmm. at the end. So she is, she is, oh, she's aware of all the shit that is happening right now. You were startled awake when you hit the, <laughs> the railing. Okay. You didn't have a lot of time to get your bearings. <laughs> so as you guys are following, the gnomes are screaming because this is very surprising to them. Everyone else kind of jumped of their own accord. Yeah. I didn't. You were you were brought over by a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you went because you trusted Elias. You know, he... Like, I'm not thrilled, but I'm not mad at it. Okay. <laughs> His presence is somewhat calming to you. I'd like to say that your loot, it's uh, magical face is... Oh, <laughs> is like Edward Monk's The Scream right now? No, 100%. Yeah, it's it's wide-mouthed sheer terror. I, I don't know, have you said it on on the recording, what the name of the loot is? Because it's on your character Is sheet. that the canon name? <laughs> no, it's not, but it's a good pun. You might as well. Uh, the Groot loot? Yeah. Because it's made out of a living plant? It's a good joke. Mm -hmm. Nobody? I feel like it's not as funny as when we originally made it up, like... It was hilarious when we first thought of it, but there's no way... Because here's the thing, like, it doesn't exist in this universe, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't know. What are we going to do? Like, like I, I, don't, I don't know how else to say this. Um, Violet is falling. How, how, how fast are we falling? We're falling... Sorry. <laughs> Skitch is like, I know this. I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are falling uh not slowly but not dangerously you're like you're moving uh the book does give numbers i won't i won't bore you with that shit like let's get an abacus out and figure out like how long this is gonna be but you're falling at a pace that if you hit the ground you would be able, you would be able to land on your feet and not be injured okay but but you're still falling it's not like it's not like you're actually feathers you know what i'm saying okay. you're not being like picked up by the wind you're, you're just falling straight down at a safe speed okay violet uh looks over um at um the bullywug and uh sort of like sort of straightens up her body puts her hands on her hips like a, a kim akimbo as if she were like standing upright like a human and says well this is a fine mess you've gotten us into 
the fro- the frog croaks indignantly. I'm going to declare to absolutely nobody in particular and say, <clears throat> generally speaking, I find in my extensive experience with falling from great heights that it's not the act of falling that's the problem. It's the landing. And uh, I take a moment to look down and observe what I presume is just a bunch of ocean below us. Oh, yeah. It's ocean in every direction. Speaking of landing, I assume that Drop and Lavinia, having lived in this region for some time, would know well enough to waterproof their bags. Uh, Violet does not have a bag. Yeah. Uh, Elias. Mm-hmm. What's up, dog? You got like a million books in your bag. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess the question would be if Elias had the foresight to talk to Lavinia about preparations before going out on the ship. Um and whether she would have been forthcoming about waterproofing the bag itself. Yeah, this is a fun little, let's build some lore together. It's certainly possible, and it's easier for your character if you guys had that conversation. But I also think it is an opportunity to maybe save only a couple specific books that want to be like your signature books. Like, let's mm-hmm. refer to this one or right, something. Right, right, right. If, if you didn't, and now you hand them over in midair so she can put them safely in her bag. It's an opportunity. I'm not going to force your hand. Right, I'm, well, I'm... I didn't specifically write down what books he happened to have because it was more of a sort of gathering of items. Uh, mm-hmm. As they're falling, um, what's uh, one of the things that I want, I want Elias to do first is, uh, mind if I roll Arcana to try to infer details about the spell that is under our effect to see whether or not he is aware of, for example, how long the spell might last and how the fall might end up playing out? Sure. All right. Well, 20. You know that Featherfall usually lasts for about a minute, uh, but you don't know at what level the Bullywug might have cast it. Mm. So it's possible it might last more. And he's still holding the feather, so he could always cast it again. So you feel like uh, the fall is not going to be the biggest problem. The biggest problem, as you look around, is that you do not see land. Right. Um, At least then sort of glances over to Lavinia and says, um, uh, Vinny? Uh, okay, I'm going to look over at Elias. Tears streaming down my face. Yes! Oh. Why are you crying? Oh, I'm gonna get so wet. Well, <laughs> I think we're all gonna have that problem. Though, I'm less worried about my personage getting wet and more some of these tomes that I've brought with me, as I'm afraid I didn't sufficiently waterproof my bags before traveling. Do you have any room in your backpack for some of my work, some of my books here? Yeah, I guess it's just full of herbs. Just, just put them in there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be okay, Lavinia. We're, it's just, it's just, it's just a little water. All your books smell like dank herbs. Yeah, uh, he's gonna probably put in at least his journal. He's going to put in. It is an old Aladrin tome of sort of the... It's like an almanac. All the cultural stuff in there is just dated by at least a century out. Um, and then he probably put in a book uh, a book about magic, but instead of it being about formal magic, it's really just a some sort of fantasy fiction book about a wizard that he's really fascinated with. And lastly, he puts what he has of his maps into Lavinia's bag, the rest are just the rest of the books are staying in his backpack, which he then spends a little moment trying to protect it as well as he can. Um, Violet sort of like has a very negative reaction to the fact that she is uh, chained to um, the Bullywug, 
and she wants to try to like use her hooves to smash the uh, chain, which is almost completely impossible uh, unless I like crit it or something or do really, really well. But that's what she wants to do. So she tries to break it with her hooves and I got a 16, which is good. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good roll. You kick your leg and you yank the bullywug into into one of the gnomes and they clack heads. And it looked very bad for them, but you did not damage the chain. Whatever. This situation reminds me when a Grand Master uh, Thelazar once said to me that if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Of course, he did say this before being hit by a cart on the road. Does anybody have any plans? I'm going to swim. By the way, I googled it, and uh, horses can swim. <laughs> I googled it too. <laughs> um, Elias leans over towards the uh, human and asks, "Unfortunately, none at the moment." By the way, may I ask your name? I don't believe I caught it back on the ship. Everybody calls me Drop, which seems a little more ironic now than it did before. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is more of a fall than a mere drop, I would say. With that being said, my name is Elias. It is a pleasure to meet you. Un- in these unfortunate circumstances, and Elias actually extends a hand out to Drop in a as cheerful as he can manner. Drop shakes his hand, but all the while kind of looking like suspiciously around, as though, you know, he's he's waiting for the pleasant part. <laughs> I thought you said suspiciously aroused. <laughs> no, no, just sort of like because he's like he's like, Oh, it's excellent to meet you, and, and Drop is like No. No, I, I don't I don't think it is. Okay, so anybody else want to say anything? You guys are following. I'm basically just giving you, f- like, free actions. Right. So, Elias just introduced himself. So, okay. Uh, okay, try that again. Elias just introduced himself to Drop. So, Vinny's going to turn, face still full of tears, and go, Hi, I'm Vinny. <laughs> Hello. This character is Usagi as fuck. Just sort of, like, wave. I'm going to turn my loot around and show him the back of it. It's still screaming. <laughs> I'm gonna just sort of, like, nod in agreement, as if, like, the loot just said something. The first thing I heard that made any sense, as if, like, oh, mm-hmm. Is, uh, is that, um, I don't know if fan art is canon. Is that, a uh, Bullywog wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. I think when we... <laughs> is it? I feel like, I mean, I asked him. I didn't even, I don't think it's a good question. <laughs> but go, but, but go ahead. Back in the hold, when you were looking for a hat, I feel like I would have brought it up if it had been present, so that doesn't oh. feel like a great element to introduce at this point. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to say no, but right. I like where I like where your mind's at. Oh, great. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's uh, I, Violet has nothing else she wants to do since she has failed her kick. Um, she's going to wait until she hits the water, and then apparently horses are powerful swimmers. Um, and I assume that also applies to unicorns, which are almost the same thing. Yeah, every everyone in the party can swim. The yeah. issue is if Violet gets tired or something happens to her, she will def def definitely drag you all to your doom if she starts sinking. <clears throat> so that's the thing to think about. I'm gonna I'm gonna take an opportunity to uh, examine the the chain, Austin. Do you want me to make a perception roll for that? Sure. Damn, twenty one. Okay, so you're looking at this chain as you guys are following, and I don't know experience like doing stone stuff did you want to say you also had metal stuff i you know like life in a monastery lots of upkeep 
doing this, you know, same things like uh, uh, making sure that buildings don't fall down. And if anything gets broken, you usually have to like repair it yourself. So he's been a he's been a menial labor for for much of his life. All right. So knowing what you know about metal, these are some high quality chains. You get the feeling these aren't just grabbed out of any general store like these are for keeping Mm -hmm. pack animals, maybe like orcs or trolls or like these were made to keep things very secure maybe specifically slaves you don't want to run away mm-hmm. like this is not going to be an easy thing to break right is each individual person locked into the chain with his own separate lock yes all right um at this point after sort of securing his books and such since those are the important things Elias then turns his attention to the lock on his ankle wherever the chain is and examines the lock itself um before uh, attempting to, well, pull out his his set of thieves' tools to try to pick the lock. (laughs) Yeah, okay, this is happening in midair. I like this Mr. Magoo shit. (laughs) Did you roll for that? I'm going to roll for it. This is going to be a a slight of hand check, I'm going to say, right? Just proficiency, because you have have proficiency with him, right? Yes, I do. Right, right, right. So that's going to be plus four. So uh, natural 20. Fuck me running. Yeah. Elias pops his lock open and he gets a moment of sweet, sweet freedom as he separates from you guys and you all hit the ground or you hit the ground. You all splash down into the sea. Can you give me a strength saving throw, Elias, to hold on to your thieves tools as you hit as you hit the water? Okay. Uh, 15. Yeah, you managed to hold on to your thieves tools, which is lucky because if you had lost them in the ocean, they would be gone. They would be gone. I'm aware of that. Yes. You're you're now free and separate. And you guys are all bobbing now in the sea of Lorelei. Okay. My my monk training, which presumably has like, you know, some amount of physical feats and and uh, endurance and things like that. Would I would it be possible for me to like dislocate my foot or something like that to try and slip out of these chains? Jesus Christ. <laughs> at at the ankle? I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for creative input here. If you say it's like totally out of line. No, I want to encourage creative problem solving. <laughs> if you want to make a, a strength roll to break your own ankle, I, I will encourage you. I want to see what happens. I'm excited about the possibilities. Mm. I also think it's very drop. <laughs> Just reach down and break your own shit. All right, let's do it. So just a regular strength check. Yeah. Okay. Oh. 17. That's solid. That's really good. <laughs> All right. So can you give me a D10 damage roll? D10. Yeah. Five. All right. You take five damage as you reach down and snap your ankle in such a way oh. as you can slide your manacles off. You are now also free. Uh, I did not see any of this coming. You guys are really good at this. Um, <laughs> I, I, Elias is going to visibly wince as he sort of can practically feel the uh, the ankle breaking from under the water as he's treading water. It's just like, did you pull your leg up above the water and do it where everyone could see, or did you just like reach down and do it like totally? Yeah, no. Let's let's say that I made it like absolutely super visible for everyone. <laughs> oh, so so you stuck your leggy out really far, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ugh. Oh, it was like. Uh, at least sort of sort of shudders a bit and just says to drop. You, you know, I probably could have just picked the lock around that ankle for you. Drops, sh- drops, shrugs and says, 
it seemed like a much faster way to do it. Violet uh, looks at gnome number one and says, can you swim? Are you okay, little man? <laughs> you just want to hear me do the gnome voice. <laughs> yep. I was captain of the swim team. <laughs> that's that's good to know. Uh, same question to you, gnome number two. <laughs> I, I was captain of the bowling team, so, I mean, I can dog paddle. Good enough. Um, <laughs> Violet looks around and says, okay, I know how boats go. And I can swim, but I'm not a boat, and I can't swim us all in, like, a direction, because I don't know where anything is in this world. I'm not from here. Does anyone have any ideas? I'd like to roll a per- uh, out of character here, um, uh, Austin. I'd like to roll a perception check to see if um, Violet can, I don't know, notice anything to hold on to, because she can't just swim forever, even though horses are strong swimmers. I mean, yeah, you can roll perception. I'll tell you what you look around and see. This is the worst way to ford a river if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Should have cocked the wagon and floated I it. I know. <laughs> Five. Five. Uh, you look around and you don't see anything you can grab onto, but you do notice that the bullywug seems to be a natural swimmer. Oh, great. He's having a jolly old time. Okay. Okay, uh, well, Austin. Amphibious. While having, like, while having fallen, I presuming I got a good look at the land around me, you got a good look around you. I, land is not a word I would use to describe the situation. So there wouldn't be, like, there were no landmarks or anything like that that, that that would have been, like, familiar to me having, like, grown up in the area or... It's just straight up water, right? Guys, guys, I think this episode's, uh, this uh, season's only going to have three episodes. We're, we're... <laughs> Why don't you roll me uh, survival? Okay. So you can use what you looked around and saw to maybe... Uh give you more information okay because to the to the untrained eye it looks like water in every direction because you guys had a airship chase damn natural 20 natural 20 well it's okay that's the way the season's gonna be you guys win (laughs) (laughs) um as you were falling you saw uh what looks to be a change in the depth of the water based on color so you could see like where it was starting to get deeper and where it was starting to get shallower Mm -hmm. so you feel like you do know which direction is land Okay. You don't know what land, but you do know a direction to go where you think you will reach land. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to, you know, with slightly floppy ankle, say, <laughs> um, everybody, I realize that it may not look like I make the best decisions in the world, <laughs> but I'm really rather confident that if we go in th- uh, th- this direction... You're putting with your ankle. You're putting with your broken foot, aren't you? <laughs> Drop more like flop. For oh my! Shut up! Shut up, Austin. <laughs> we, we we might actually find some shoals. Yeah, you don't know if it's you don't know if it's north, east, south, or west. You just know where it's going to start getting shallower. Yeah, yeah. Violet Violet says, "I don't have any better ideas." So lead on. Oh, you're a human, aren't you? I like them. We'll we'll talk more when we reach land. I've, I have, like, several thousand questions, but we're in the middle of the ocean right now, so uh, I'll just narrow it down to a few hundred. I forgot about your little mermaid thing. Yeah. <sighs> She's only just now realizing that, oh, look, there's a human, because everything else has been chaos since until just now. Oh, okay, rock horse. <laughs> I'm not going to make you guys, like, roll repeatedly to swim, so let's just <laughs> say for now you're swimming in that direction. All right. 
as a general rule, I'm not going to make you guys like set up camp or forage for food or any of that stuff. Like travel scenes are character development scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's have some like party chatter as you guys are swimming. Okay. Violet says to bully to the bullywog, "What's your name?" <laughs> he rivets. Why did you Why did you kidnap me? He splashes you playfully. <laughs> I I forgive you because I'm sure you had like your own reasons for doing what you were going to do. But so help me God, if you turn on me one more time, I will drown you like a dying rat. <laughs> he turns to the gnomes and makes like an exaggerated like shrug, like <laughs> wah, wah. like he he has no idea what anyone's saying. Okay. All right, all right. Then, uh, then Violet puts like, like, does the the Undertaker throat cut motion to him? You can't. And, and hopes you, that you uh, can't she, bodily. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. <laughs> okay, it's a cartoon now. It's like it's like her it's like her legs have no joints, so she can kind of do whatever she wants with them. I, it, it's yes, she can. All right, <laughs> okay. she she do, totally does it, and then and then she keeps swimming. Suck it, physics. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've already established that physics are not suck a thing. it anatomy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Suck it, morphology. I I realized that it may sound as though I made a rash decision here, but off the top of anyone's head, would they know how to set a broken ankle? Uh, uh, yeah, hold on. I mean, we don't have to do it now. It's not the biggest emergency in the world. And I could try to do it myself. But if somebody else is really good at ooh, it... Ooh, me, me. I know all about human anatomy. The ankle is near the bottom of the leg thing. <laughs> I, I believe we can help you when the time comes for a drop. Just uh, focus your attention on guiding us towards land. Follow me. Okay, so drop's in the lead now? Pretty much, yeah. Well, Elise is staying near Lavin- uh, Lavinia just to make sure that you know she doesn't... If she has any issues swimming or keeping up, then he kind of can help her out as well as he can. So, Okay, Vinny's going to lay on her back like to float and then kick with her feet to keep going that direction. And she's going to start strumming on her lute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like an otter. Like an otter, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I'm working on a new song. Do you want to hear it? Yeah! Okay, it goes like this. Bump, 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 bump. Sherry, Dr. Sherry, Sherry, Dr. Sherry, Sherry, Dr. Sherry, Sherry, let us back on the boat. (laughs) Yeah, it goes something like that. You notice that the gnomes are like head bobbing and the bullywugs doing like snaps? I like you, Frogman. He rivets and points at you. <laughs> In an approving way, you assume. I point back. Can you give me a constitution saving throw, Lavinia? Yeah. Uh, yeah, plus one. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah. 19. You feel mildly irritated by the salt water because you are a plant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's it's not it's not a big issue. You got it. Nice. Nicey spicy. I'm just I'm just gonna declare that I'm just mildly irritated. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a lot of pain. I gave you five points of damage and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harangue you about it, but <laughs> Can I do spells in the water? As long as you have a free hand. Alright. I'm gonna um rest my loot on my tummy, much like an otter, <laughs> and wiggle my feet towards drop and be like, hey. 
Hey. <laughs> Do you know how to say anything not like a creeper? I'm sorry. That was nope. funny. Just the way you said it. I can probably fix that. <laughs> Again. <laughs> you make it sound like there's a cost. The cost is friendship. <laughs> Uh, I should really have you sign a waiver before you declare myself as a as a friend. No, shh, it's okay. My, my friends have a tendency to die. No, 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 listen, listen, I've already died once, it's okay. Frequently. Unpleasantly. No, 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 it's fine, I, I've already died, I'm pretty sure you only get one, so I'm good. <laughs> that makes sense. You already died. Yeah, yeah, it's a long story. We'll talk about it when we're not in the water. It's it's too wet here. Okay. Okay, so... To do cure wounds. Johnny, you get eight health back. Your ankle basically snaps back into place, and you're fine. Y- y- yay! Yay! Last thing Violet does is she just informs uh, the group in common uh, what the Bullywog did to her, and assuming that he... she... I don't, I'm not sure, Does will just not know what she is saying. Yeah, the Bullywug is a male, as far as okay, you can tell. Okay, okay. Mm. All right, um, then Violet basically recounts the story that she was kidnapped and not to trust the Bullywug. Except if it weren't for the Bullywug, we wouldn't be effectively as, as safe as we are right now. The Bullywug was saving himself. We just happened to be chained next to him. I'm just saying keep an eye on him because he tried to kidnap me and steal my horn, and we don't like that. Vi- Violet, is that right? Um, yeah, yes. One of my old masters, uh, Master Barrick, once told me that holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You are the one that gets burned. Of course, Barrick did say this to me before accidentally tipping over a brazier upon which he was cooking dinner and accidentally lighting his hut on fire and tragically burning to death. I think it's pronounced brazier because brazier is something else. <laughs> Brazier, then, pardon me. <laughs> I, I actually like the idea that it was a brazier, but <laughs> my my mistake. Right. Sorry, no, that's no, fine. No, that word that word slipped. I like the idea that Drop has all these like wisdom stories that end terribly, but also <laughs> he's not very good at telling them. <laughs> um, Violet says it's not so much about anger. I forgive him in my heart. I'm just saying that. He might try to do horrible things, and maybe we should just keep an eye on him. That's all. I don't think I can talk to him. No, it's fine. We, we just Drop does his best to look like he shrugs while swimming. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I, I have nothing further to do during this swim, so like... Elias is effectively face-palming while swimming. swimming. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, just... So, uh, Elias looks over to... Drop it, then ask him, so where were you intending on going in all this? Uh, I'm not sure where any place really is, since all of my maps are out of date and don't reflect all the water that's around this place, but surely there must have been some place in particular you wanted to go. Drop responds and says, I have a tendency to not make plans too far ahead. I mm. find that Living in the present, well and truly, uh, is more or less the only outlook I can manage that doesn't reduce me to a gibbering wreck of a human being that would do nothing but just huddle in a corner and probably weep itself to sleep. 
Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Understandable. Comedy podcast. <laughs> Viol- Violet quietly wonders how a brazier can kill someone, and then just and then just keep swimming very easily. Okay. Yeah, you you'd be surprised. Right. Um, as you guys are swimming, I'm not gonna make you roll for this, but you notice ahead of you, uh, you see something, uh, stretching out across the water. Like, um, like I'm not even gonna be coy about it. As you guys get closer, you smell it, and as you get even closer, you see it. There's like dead fish floating on the water, in both directions in front of you, like kind of like a reef of it, basically. Mm. Oh, nice. And extending for some direction ahead of you. All right. Oh no. This is a little bit more familiar. Mm. Um, so with being a dryad, can Vinny, like, if I rolled nature, could I try and sense if there's, like, something monstrous happening? Of course. Okay, it was not good. No, you rolled an eight. I mean, you notice that the fish are dead, and you notice that the water around them is discolored, but that's, I mean, mm. there's dead fish all in it. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna declare suddenly. The good news is, if something killed these fish, it's probably not gonna eat us because it didn't eat the fish. Uh, I'm going to check to see if the fish are in fact in various states of being eaten, or they're just all just like floating dead. Mm-hmm. Basically, Elias is thinking, okay, well these either have been attacked, or there's poison in the water. Or maybe they're just depressed fish. I'm going to roll. Uh, I'm going to try, to try to deduce something about this, or how we, what skill would you want me to roll for this? Nature, survival, perception, however you want to play it. Okay. Because there's many, there's multiple ways to approach it. Right. I mean, uh, I'm going to bias towards using investigation whenever possible, but I'll roll perception just to see if I can notice anything weird that's going on with them. And no, I've rolled a four. <laughs> I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll investigation too. 13, which is better, but not great. Okay, I'll, I'll roll Perception. That's terrible. Oh! <laughs> you, crit, you crit failed it. Oh. I'm not even sure these are fish. <laughs> I'm like, what are all these salty sandwiches doing? <laughs> all these sandwiches are in the water. I, I rolled a 13. Uh, Austin, does uh, Violet um, notice anything unusual about the fish or how they died? Yeah, you guys are all poking around them, and only Violet really notices, or I guess deciphers really, anything mm-hmm. about them, in that they are wounded, and they kind of look like, almost like burns. Okay, Violet uh, shares this information with the group. Okay, I'm gonna roll investigation as well. Oh, f- they're fish! Well, is the water particularly warm Ooh. where we are? Give me those deets. What's the hot goss? Lavinia rolled a 15 so you're investigating the wounds I guess that you have now been informed of and you I mean you touch them and you because you're part tree you touch them and you feel uh, woozy and gross there's something about the water and the fish that is making you feel unpleasant for touching it Mm. guys I don't think this is a good place to be in I feel really sick well I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it as well see maybe if we get in for anything further about it uh i didn't get any better even though plus seven so yeah um how much further is land from here drop austin do you want to throw me uh, an estimate um the way you, you can tell it you think you're going to be able to see land very soon because i i said before about how no ship could leave the site of land mm-hmm. without being dragged under and you feel like you're getting close to that part right in fact you think this like reef of dead fish might be a demarcation of some point don't worry everybody i think this is a good sign 
Can you all make uh, wisdom saving throws for me? Oh, fuck. Wisdom saving throw. (laughs) I I failed that. I rolled a four. Yep. (laughs) Zero from Lavinia. Eight from Drop. Three. Not good. (laughs) So you got a four, a zero, an eight, and a three. You guys are all just grossed out, basically. Are you going to swim through the barrier of dead fish? If Drop says this is the way to go... There's supposed to be monsters in the ocean, and they like to eat things. I don't know. I don't know if I trust it. Violet offers to uh, carry uh, uh, Vinny on her back. Oh, Vinny's going to take that offer. Vinny's going to get up on Violet's back. All right. So she's behind you, so you have to turn around to swim back to climb up on Violet. And when you do, you see behind her, there is uh, a bullywug, a gnome, and a gnome who's surrounded by a red cloud in the water. Guys, the gnome! Look at the gnome! Is it is it the bowling gnome or the swimming gnome? Uh, it was the bowling gnome. Oh shit, we're in trouble. <laughs> oh no, not bowling gnome. Uh, the gnome in front of him turns around and looks at him, and the, the gnome with the red cloud doesn't seem to respond. The other gnome reaches out and touches him, and the other gnome flops back into the water onto his back, and you see he is missing below the waist. Mm. Uh, that was sudden. Uh... Yes, so moving swiftly might be a good idea. Gotta go fast. Mm. Yep. The Bullywog takes off like a shot. Magic Frog, do a spell! <laughs> he, he can't understand you and he's swimming very fast. Yeah, I'm I'm booking it. Yeah, ditto. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so I think at this point we're gonna make athletic checks if you guys are trying to do something specific. Uh... Yeah, well, um, athletic is fine. If I'm on Violet, do I need to? Oh, no. I get plus four to athletics. All right. All right. Uh, Elias and Drop are not connected to the chain, so you guys are not uh, dependent on them, but the, but the lowest chain swimmer is going to drag everyone else down. Mm. All right. <laughs> athletics of four. Mm, Eleven. All right, so everyone actually gets off swimming pretty fast. The fish are gross, but you're pushing through them, but Drop is falling behind. Uh, Elias is sort of... Well, we'll try to reach back and try to pull at drop as well as he can do yeah where is drop in relation to the rest of us like drop is starting to fall behind the chains mm. the people attached to the chain if does violet notice this or is she like gone you guys are you guys pass him okay uh violet tries to get drop also on her back with her mighty strength Ooh, strength check to grab him up out of the water and throw him onto your back well can i help let's say you give him advantage okay so let me do this twice then 11 which is only okay and Ugh. 8 which is not good <laughs> i don't know if that i don't i don't know if that was pass fail or what violet like turns to try to grab drop with her mouth and she misses but lavinia also stretches out drop why don't you give me uh strength strength or dexterity however you want to play it basically. oh well that's an option then isn't it <laughs> gonna kick flip onto that uh yeah that's good yeah 16 so that was dexterity yeah all right, so you yeah you grab onto like Lavinia and you pull and you use your kung fu moves to do like a sweet f- turning flip and you land on the horse. All right, some pretty fucking amazing flourish there. I I totally sea uh, lioned it. Mm-hmm. Violet is very heavy. <laughs> I understand that. Violet says I am a unicorn, but is very um tired about by this, but just keeps going. Yeah, that's gonna be an issue going forward. You guys are swimming through. You can see where the um the reef of dead fish ends mm-hmm. up ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, so, I mean, you guys are swimming. Is there anything else? 
Now that I'm on the back of the uh, the unicorn, uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. use my vantage point to look behind us and see if there's anything in the water that um that that looks like it's pursuing us or Ooh, look, we got a smarty. Give me a perception, please. Perception. 15. Ooh. Oh yeah. You see a very large, long black shadow under the water. Uh almost serpentine and uh it looks like the, about the size of the boat that you guys just left oh. and it is trailing uh like a boat length behind you guys okay it's not it doesn't look like it's hurrying it's kind of moving with like a it's like almost a leisurely pace like this is fun it's okay. it's obviously not very hungry because it only ate half a gnome okay <laughs> violet violet says throw something at the evil <laughs> what what do you propose throwing at it i don't know i don't have anything i'm naked <laughs> <laughs> All my unicorn bits are just out there. <laughs> I mean, we don't have anything that would entice a beast like that outside of Ratchins won't do. Do you think it would like my dank herbs? <laughs> I guess there's one way to find out, huh? Um, oh, not my herbs. Not not my books. Why don't you tell me um, about some of those herbs? Let's roleplay it. Uh-huh. Use, your, use your imagination for me. Fuck. <laughs> it's imagination time. It it is. This is her chance to save you guys. All right. Okay. 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 I have some of these mushrooms, and they taste kind of like meat, and they smell really gross. But people like to eat them. I'm um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw them. I take the mushrooms out of my pack, and I throw them as far as I can. Should I probably roll for that? Why don't you give me a nature check to see if those are the, the <laughs> those are what you grabbed? Okay. Because you're scrambling through your bag full of like random herb shit. Those are the meatiest mushrooms in the whole world. I got a 20. Yeah. You, you see the shadow seems to stop under them. You guys are swimming away, so you see like the shadow grow as if it's coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're starting to gain distance, so you're not exactly sure what's happening back there. Well, that's not good. That's really big. How much longer do we have to go to land? Um, I'm going to say you guys can finally see a speck of land in the distance. Oh, boy. In the distance. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm saying it's come into view. Okay. That's the only way this can happen. It can't. It can't suddenly pop into view near you. <laughs> Why not? What about what about the cloud? Is the um the the reef of fish? Are we are we almost through it? Are we past it? What's going on? Yeah, you guys are basically approaching the ed- end of it. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> Elias is looking back to the the rest of the the group swimming. Looks to the sort of the mass that seems to be approaching from behind. And then sort of thinks briefly, and then says, "The rest of you keep pushing. If at worst, I'll I'll distract the thing." So, Vinny realizes that Violet's getting tired, and even though it makes her feel kind of sick, she's gonna jump off and start swimming. Okay, that's good because I was about to make him make some checks. <laughs> oh. So you've just saved Violet, and maybe everyone chained to her. Good thinking. <laughs> All right, Violet keeps Violet keeps going, and she says, "I'm a hero." Can you give me a, another Constitution saving throw, Lavinia, as you hit the weird water? Oh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. I know it's okay. <laughs> I knew this already. Oh, oh. shit! A uh, three. Yeah, you start to feel very ill, and as you get out of the area of the fish and you're free of it, you it does not. The feeling is not going away, and you, you can look and see like the leaves on your body, and they seem to be. I'm going to say wilting. I don't know if that's the word I want, but they are, they are reacting adversely. Like some of the leaves in my hair are like falling off a little bit. Yeah. 
They're almost seeming to start to like burn away at the edges. Uh, somebody help me. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, does Does Violet notice this? Uh, I mean, you can make a perception check where she could just tell you. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, she did just say, "Somebody help me," didn't she? Okay. Violet yeah. says, "Violet says, what's wrong?" <laughs> Leon's voice. Leon's voice. Leon's voice. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, I don't like this water. My leaves are falling off. You must keep swimming. The shore's not that far away. I I feel like Violet uh, did me, or not Violet, sorry, Violet and Vinny did me a solid here by helping me onto the back of the horse. So I'm going to I'm gonna push off and try and uh, help Vinny move through the water. Swim buddies? Swim buddies. We're building friendships here. What, uh, what kind of check do you want me to make here? I'm going to say that you're fine in roleplay terms. Mm-hmm. Because right. you're... You're perfectly healthy, you're at full health, and, like, you're helping, so you're not in immediate danger. I'm helping! You're still keeping a lookout behind, right? Yeah. All right. Do I lose any health? Uh, not yet? Oh, cool. <laughs> dot, 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 question mark? Violet says, see, we are all friends. The bullywog makes a loud croaking noise behind you. <laughs> Fuck that bullywog. That's usually <laughs> never a good thing. Uh, Elias is going to check again behind and see how close either the thing is or what is going on. I mean, you're you're ahead of the pack. Drop has the the lookout point. He's at the top of the unicorn looking back. Are you riding backwards, Drop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to keep an eye behind me as as much as possible. Okay, I I would let Drop know if it was coming. Is the, is the bullywog croaking because the the monster is it getting it, or is the bullywog croaking because you know he's just a dick? <laughs> you're not sure it doesn't he doesn't seem to be in like a uh, immediate alarmed panic okay all right just wondering. uh drop you, you do see like uh what looks like a spout of water back where the mushrooms are just like shoot up into the air and then okay. see something happened all right well something seemed to be interested in those mushrooms you threw i knew it <laughs> i just i i hope two things one that it didn't like them too much because <laughs> then it might want more or two, that it didn't hate them too much, because then it might feel a little annoyed. Oh, Johnny, you're so full of good ideas. Mm. Uh. Oh, shit. It would like, does it, can it smell? Can wet things smell? <laughs> can wet things smell? Yes! I'm going to have to... I'm, can I'm gonna... wet... <laughs> Someone carve that on my tombstone. Can wet things <laughs> smell? <laughs> I I feel like Elias has sort of been swimming a little bit slower when he, after he got ahead of the pack, basically because he's just too nervous about being too far ahead of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're at the front, and the other the configuration behind you is drops on top of Violet, and he's reaching off the horse and like kind of dragging Vinny now. Mm-hmm. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this might be a terrible idea. Oh, I love it. I love it. Give it to me. Can I use my speak to plants and animals? Am I close enough? And is it something that I can speak to? The way we talked about this before was that it's it's kind of a magic, psychic... Oh, I have to touch. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just, like, shoot it out there and expect, <laughs> you know, okay. it to auto-translate. That's what I thought. It's a, kind of a, it's a Vulcan mind meld sort of sitch. Elias shouts out to Drop, how close is it? Um, as he's getting closer to... As Elias himself gets closer to Drop and Violet. Austin, do you want to throw a figure out there? Or do you want me to, like, roll for estimates? Why don't you roll me another perception? Because you don't seem to see it right now. Okay. Oh. All right. Another perception then. With advantage, because you got the high ground. Sure. That's one, and that's two. So 17 on a high advantage. 
Yeah, 17 is great. You look behind you, you don't see anything. And as you turn to tell Elias that you don't see anything, what catches your eye is a giant shadow coming up from directly below you guys. I think it's here. Um. (laughs) As you say that, there is a blast from beneath you right near the end of the chain. And the gnome at the end disappears in that explosive, I'm going to say spout of what appears to be liquid. And it is obscured. And then as it falls away, there appears to be very little of a gnome skeleton attached to the end of the chain. As this, the liquid that spouted up from below rains down on you, it's giving you all that weird, gross feeling that you got mm. from the fish. I was right. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> Leon just put in the chat a headstone that says, Here lies Austin Yorsky. Can wet things smell? <laughs> Thought I'd contribute something. Elias is going through that at that point, just shout to the others, Hurry ahead, I'll distract it. Should I roll another constitution? No, it was just like a light rain, because like I don't know if I explained this well. A shadow was coming up from below you. There was a jet. Okay, okay. Like a whale spout, but not from you assume a whale. But it came up right under the gnome and seemingly not vaporized, but like a mist. A little bit more solid than a mist. Okay. Like a like a hydro pump in Pokemon terms. Oh, God. You know, like in anime. <laughs> like a really strong squirt gun. What are those called? Super, super Yeah, super soaker. Yeah. Like a deadly super soaker. So like a pressure washer. Exactly. Except it blasted the gnome's skin off. <laughs> we okay, need to that, stop. That's fine. Violet, Violet, Violet doesn't know what else to do except keep swimming. So Violet keeps swimming. I really wish I wasn't out of Bardic Inspirations right now. Can I swim real good? Is that a- <laughs> that's my that's my plan? I don't have a whole lot on me. Um... There's one mage, <laughs> and there's one guy who has kind of some utility right now. Okay, I'm gonna turn to the bullywog and say, "Okay, that's the two guys behind you who have gone. You might be next if you have any tricks up your sleeve. Now might be the time." <laughs> have we established that it does not? He does not speak our language. Yes. I think he can only rip it, guys. All right. Well, Violet has nothing further to do. I mean, she has nothing on her, so she can't do anything except help everyone move forward. So, Free of the gnomes dragging him down, the Bullywug swims to the head of the pack. God damn it. But he's still chained to, um, Us. to Violet, isn't he? And Vinny, I guess. Yep. But I'm saying Violet and Drop and Vinny are now at the back. <sighs> if I wanted to try and, like get like a burst of speed what would i do to make that happen i mean we've already rolled for athletics which is like the main thing yeah you might have to get creative is basically what i'm asking mm. you to do i wish i were playing ronaldo right now because he would just pull the bullywog back and let mm-hmm. the monster eat it but uh violet would not do that or even think to do that so i'm just gonna keep going i guess i, I guess i guess my thought process was that would the bullywog be in the head aid in any capacity when it comes to pulling the other ones up behind him or i mean he's swimming for his life and you guys have no way of uh influencing mm. him as far as i know okay. okay can i can i sort of hang off the bo- uh, the back of a violet and like kick <laughs> try and just like just get a little oh bit of thrust my. in there you know <laughs> you'd be like an afterburner behind me okay Roll the flintstones <laughs> roll the flintstones okay what is that what what uh, stat do you want me to make there <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, strength or dex? You're just using your body. That's, yeah. a, that's a dex. Okay, then I'll make it. A, I'll make it a dex because that is by far my infinitely superior stat. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, sure. You you start kicking and you're giving you're getting a little bit more speed. I'm gonna say you pull about even with the bullywug. Right. He he looks over, kind of distressed. He was counting <laughs> on you guys being behind him. He's not like super enthused. How close is Vinny <laughs> to the bullywug? How close do you want to be? Do you want to be on the same side or the opposite side? I want to be close enough to grab him. Yeah, you can do it. What, do I have to roll to grab him or can I just grab him? He's not resisting, so you can grab him. I'm just going to grab him. I'm just going to grab, like, onto him. Because I'm, like, I'm still, like, floating. And I have mm-hmm. been kicking. And I have kicking ferociously, by the way. How big is this guy? He's a small little <laughs> frog man. Okay. He's vaguely human-sized. Okay. So I'm going to grab onto, like, whatever. I think he's wearing, like, a cloak or some shit. I'm going to grab onto that. And I think I'm still holding on to drop as well. So, so Elias <laughs> is by himself, and the rest of you have formed, like, a kicking raft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a human kicking raft. Mm. All right. Dungeons and Dragons is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Basically, I was hoping for like another athletic uh, set to see whether Elias stays ahead or if he's able, or if he, or if the other group is able to pull ahead of him because of their adjustments in their strategy. Or, I mean, they're getting closer. I'm basically giving you free reign because mm-hmm. you saw fit to free yourself, and then you you did a pretty good check, so you can go where you want. Um, assuming what the what's going on, um, Elias is going to start intentionally lagging behind, just behind everyone else, so he's the person at the far at the back of the. Uh, then everyone else mm-hmm. is basically just in front of him at the moment. Uh, I assume you guys are like looking down occasionally because you know that's where it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Elias, you do see this, the shadow under you start to rise again, much like with the last jet. You know it's coming. This is it. Yeah, a- as it approaches, Elias basically sort of mutters under his breath, well, here goes nothing. And um, attempts to do something he's read about um, mm-hmm. in his uh, during his time, but has never attempted. He's going to attempt to fey jump ahead by about thirty feet. Um, so uh, effectively, he is temporarily slipping into the fey wild and then transversing himself ahead by a certain distance. In this case, thirty feet in a blink of an eye. You're nightcrawlering. Effectively, in this <laughs> case. He bamfed. He bamfed. Yes. Yes. So. So right as right as the shadow gets to about the point that the gnomons blasted, there is like a a gathering of strength beneath you. Like here it comes, and you pop out of existence. As far as everyone else is concerned, you just disappear. Mm-hmm. There's the huge burst of liquid from up below you, or where you were rather, mm-hmm. which rains down on everyone, and then you pop back in in front of them. Did you when you went? To, so you step into the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see anything in particular? Is there any place you imagined you were going, or is it just like I, I assume? I assume it's tough to tell where I am exactly because it's for a. It's basically the time it takes is basically less than it would take to walk from one spot to another. So I would assume mm-hmm. that it's more of I'm going through the misty veil that separates the material plane and the Feywild, and I might get a glimpse of like, oh, there's land here and there's a forest because that's where this place would be in the Feywild, and then all of a sudden I'm pulled back into the material plane and splashing back into the water as if I've been dropped in. You know, someone just threw me off the side of a boat and just I drop into the water in front of everyone. Perfect. Mm. From their perspective, they probably see a slight silvery mist forming around me uh, as I appear, because they wouldn't see me when I leave, and he just sort of falls back. Um, of them, Violet could potentially 
if she wanted to attempt to figure out that um, what that might mean, but I'm not sure if anyone mm-hmm. else knows what that means in terms of why it just happened. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really talked about it, but every race gets a unique thing. Like humans just get some stat boosts in a language. Obviously, Lavinia can talk to plants and animals. <laughs> Violet showed off her charge last yeah. session. She's also immune to poison. And um, this is what you as an Eladra can do. Kind of seems like a deus ex machina if you hadn't read the character sheet, but it's all there. Right. You can teleport. Mm-hmm. And you do so. Yeah. That's what basically he did. He just teleported himself back to the front. Uh, and as you splash down, everyone mouth agape at your feet of bravery. You see that the shadow beneath you starts to slink off back into the deeper part of the ocean. Cool. And you guys are uh, coming up on some land ahead of you. Yeah. Yay. Elias probably looks a little bit like he's not quite seen a ghost, but has that sort of like kind of shaken look to his face. as He just realized what just happened. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time you've ever done that, you say? Yeah, in his life. So 120 years, never having done that before. It's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pat Violet on the on the back and say, "Thanks. I'm really glad you're not dead yet." <laughs> um, am I feeling better yet, or is the water still gross? Wait, was that was was that uh, Johnny? Was that to me or? Oh no, no, to uh, to Violet because okay. Violet was helping me out. I'm still a little bit, I, I'm I'm weirded out by what you just did, yeah. but I'm not like, I'm not shocked. I'm just like, what the hell was that? Right. Vi- Vi- Violet says in return, "You're welcome. I am a unicorn." <laughs> that's it. You're really pushing that catchphrase, uh, Lavinia. Oh, yeah. you, you still feel icky, but you don't think you're in any immediate danger. You basically just touched like some residual stuff, so you didn't get like fully blasted or like soaked in whatever that stuff was. Okay, but it's like I'm saying is like, is the water less gross now? Like, am I starting? Is it like clearer water as we get closer to land? Yeah, you guys are in clearer water. It doesn't seem like this water is like immediately washing it off though. Like, there's still you still feel like a little sticky. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna disembark from Violet, because I imagine she's <clears throat> pretty tired at this point in time, and just, you know, s- swim on my own. Also, you guys notice, uh, it seems to be nearing evening. So, you, like, got on the boat around noon, you had a couple hours on the boat, fell off a couple hours swimming, like, it's, like, the equivalent of six-ish, maybe? Mm. We're gonna get to land before nightfall, right? You f- you feel like you're gonna get on land just as night falls, yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I think both Elias and Lavinia have dark vision, so... I think everybody but Drop has dark vision. So that'll be helpful. Yeah. Can, like, can Vinny see the land? Yep, everyone can see the land. Okay, can I roll Perception to see if I recognize it as Meadowlark Island or not? Or are you just giving us, like, if it is? I mean, yeah, you've been there, so you can you can say that it... I'll, I'll let you know that it is. Okay. It, it definitely is. Well, at least I'm gonna go home and see all my fans. You are not from Meadowlark Island. I'm not. Okay, I'm confused now. Yeah, that's where you traveled to take the boat. Actually, uh, I think off mic, Lauren, you and I discussed that your your home village needs a name because you hadn't established that. Did you think of one? Yeah, I'm still think I haven't. I'm still trying to think of something that would be appropriate. All right, so keep that in mind. I don't know if it'll become relevant, but couldn't hurt to have one ready. I was I'm, I misunderstood. I thought maybe my village was on Meadowlark Island. Nope, it's a small island, and I've I've been trying to keep the lore dumps to a minimum because we're just like getting to know characters and stuff. But Meadowlark Island is a kind of small island. The only notable thing is that the Glittergold Tower is there, which is like the headquarters of this company that manufactures the airship modifications. And there's been a question about the technology level because last episode I told you out of character that the things on the Zavala were robots. But that's obviously not 
information your characters would know in the world, like the word robots does not exist. Like no one, none of you have ever seen or heard of anything like that. Right. So this is like, this is basically your generic D&D world where airships have been recently invented. Mm-hmm. They're still like new and novel and cool and interesting and like everything else is alien to you guys. It's a weird thing. Okay. When Violet gets on land, she does like the animal shake to get herself dry. Mm-hmm. And he says, that was a great quest we were on, guys, and now it's over. <laughs> when Drop gets on land, he's going to jump up and down on his previously broken ankle for like a good 30 seconds. Kind of impressed. <laughs> it's a little tender, but you're, you, you're fine. Uh, Elise is going to, well, not really do either of those things, but then re- regard towards Violet. I, I don't believe this is either a quest yet, nor do I think it's over. <laughs> First of all, where are we? Would I know, Austin? Would you know where? Uh, you guys know that you're on Meadowlark Island. You're on a long, sandy beach. You're not near anything in particular, like, interesting. Like, you can't see the tower from here, and you don't think there are any anything necessarily nearby. There's, like, a bit of forest before you'll get to anything. Mm-hmm. And it's dark now, so. Right. Okay, um, can I? Okay, first of all, I'm going to point at Violet's horn and say, we need to hide that right now. Yep. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to roll, I guess, nature? Would it be nature? To see if I can find any, like, reeds or anything that I could potentially, like, weave. A big pine cone. Like a hat or something out of. Sure. Yeah, there's two skills. There's nature and survival. Both can be bent to similar ends. The idea is that nature is intelligence-based, so it's, like, what you know. And survival is, like, the application of that, like, almost like Boy Scout shit. Mm-hmm. So you look around, you, you rolled an eight, and you don't see anything that you think uh, would make a good hat. Okay, um... Yeah, you look around, it's like white sandy beaches for, like, pretty far in both directions, and then there are trees on, like, farther up the beach uh, going into the mainland, but they have very small leaves. Like, they're they're Mm. a tiny-leafed kind of tree. You don't think it would be possible without some, like, paper mache. You know, the bullywog should, you know, offer up his cloak, considering he kidnapped me. I mean, that's only fair. I mean, I can't take it from him, because that would be wrong, but I wish we could talk to him, but he only speaks in ribbits. (laughs) Uh, you notice, because uh, th- uh, Violet, Vinny, and the Bullywog are still chained together, you notice the Bullywog kind of looking around at the beach for something. Like, you, you don't really know what he's doing, and he's not paying attention to the conversation. And then he sits down and, like, digs a little hole. Great. I want to get myself off these chains, so I'm doing another strength check to see if I can blast my way out of this. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Seven. Elias! Uh, yes, Vinny? Get us out, please. Oh. Use your Use your tools. Yes, yes. You don't want me to get you out. Uh, Elias <laughs> sort of kneels down and gets to work in this sort of situation here. Um, probably just take 10 on this, but I assume you want me to roll just to see if anything, if my tools break or something. Yeah. These are very good chains. I'm going to want you to roll for them. First attempt on uh, Lavinia, 8. Yeah. You try to pick that lock and you bend the tools. They're not broken, but you get the feeling that... They're, they're not going to be strong enough to get manipulate the tumblers or whatever's inside. I'm not a, a lock expert, but mm. basically you're not going to get that lock open or any of any of that kind. Mm. You've damaged your tools. Oh, all right. Um, crap. Um, how far away are we from like a village or a town or anything? Maybe a couple hours. Like it's not a huge island. So I could not send an unseen servant off to go steal somebody's lockpick. <laughs> No, that's like 30 or 60 feet, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure if we were like right up on the edge of something. Okay. Mm-hmm. The bullywug starts gesturing to his hole and starts like making um, 
hand gestures. It looks like a scraping gesture. You think maybe like a flint is what he's asking for? Hmm. I don't have one. I don't have anything. I, I, I pull out a uh, tinderbox and I toss it over to the bullywog. All right. He makes a little campfire in his hole and then he's like, he's basically going, he's camping. He's making a little camping spot. He's going to sleep. He's had a hard day. Yeah. And he's still chained to everyone else. So it's not like he's going anywhere. I'm going to go closer to him and pat him on the head. He smiles. Like, good job. Good job. Good frog. How can you tell? He upturns the corners of his mouth. All right. <laughs> he glowers at you, Violet. Good. I'm going to make, like, a no fighting gesture mm-hmm. with my arms. Like, no fighting. All right. And point at both <laughs> Vinny. Uh, no, I'm Vinny. Violet and the Bullywug and glare <laughs> at them. All right. Um, I'm going to make a survival check, Austin, to see if I can forge. All right. I mean, you don't have to really roll. I guess I'm not going to make you guys role play like that kind of stuff. That's just not super nope. interesting. Okay. Sure. But I mean, you can if you want, but I'm just going to say like botches a tiger attacks you <laughs> and <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will forage for food then. All right. Yeah. You bring back some snacks. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys are all setting, settling down to sleep. Yeah. That's yeah. the plan. So as you guys all settle down to sleep, uh, some of you drift away. You've had a long day. You had a, a hard fought swim for safety. I'm going to say drop. You're the last to fall asleep. You have mm-hmm. a very high wisdom and you're aware of the world. Right. As you guys are all huddled around this campfire, you hear what sounds like footsteps coming towards the camp. Mm. They're not going to take you by surprise. They're heavy, deliberate, and there's actually a strange metallic quality to them. <laughs> Great. As, as you guys are lying there, and you look up, and you see uh, one figure with dark skin and pointy ears coming towards you, and what appears to be a metal leg. Okay. The the figure is strangely formally dressed. Like I don't have like the fashion of this world figured out, mm-hmm. but like the equivalent of kind of like a business suit. Okay, <laughs> then uh, I guess I'm gonna stand up and sort of brush myself off and uh, um, say good evening. Uh, the figure comes up to you like non-aggressively, just walks over as if this is a totally normal thing to do, and you can see that it is a female dark elf also known as a drow Mm -hmm. and it is pretty common knowledge to everyone here uh at least the the residents in the material plane that drow are subterranean chaotic evil demon worshippers the figure extends a hand to you and says um hold on as austin prepares an accent (laughs) oh here we go what should i go with should i go with british russian like what can i do is the question I i want scottish Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like, if you could just be Sean Connery right now, but as a girl, you have to be girl Sean Connery right now. Never mind. Every every NPC in the entire world is mute, I've decided. <laughs> Sign language from here on out. Mm. Wait, but what was it going to say? No, I'm, go- <laughs> I'm, I'm going. It's, um, I know, Scottish. It's Sean Connery. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> oh... <laughs> So good! So good! Elisa sort of regards the, the drow kind of with a, not a perplexed look, but just sort of a, a investigative look. And then and it's fairly certain that the drow is going to be able to notice not only that he is also an elf, but he's specifically an eladrin since, you know, eyes without pupils and all that sort of good business. <laughs> mm-hmm. The drow reaches out a hand to shake to you, Drop. Um, go to shake the hand. Ooh, they're they're bad. I mean, Violet is asleep, so... Um, wait, am I awake? Am I awake during this? I thought the three of us were asleep, me, you, and the frog. 
Yeah. Uh, everyone but Drop was asleep. I don't sleep, remember. Oh, yeah. Elves do not sleep. They go into enter a trance. I trance. I only need four hours of sleep, so... Or four hours of trance to count as sleep, so... Look, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shake the hand because obviously not n- not subterranean. Mm-hmm. She's standing out on the surface. Something weird is going on, <clears throat> and okay. I got no absolutely zero desire whatsoever to be like, you shouldn't be here. Let's fight because <laughs> we just got out of something, and I'm tired. Okay, Vinny is asleep, snoring, sandwiched between the Bullywug and Violet, and cuddling them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, after you guys shake hands, the drow reaches inside of her suit jacket and pulls out the severed arm of a robot and holds it out and says, Is this yours? I think I'd remember if it were. <laughs> I just do want to remind you guys, you did drop one out of the, the ship. Oh, yeah. Mm. We did? We, yeah, it ziplined out. And then you broke the rope. I thought I thought that was like a person, not a robot. Elias will actually chime up and say, No, but we might have had something to do with that. Oh, I recognize that. As always, our theme song is Thunderstruck, an overclocked remix arrangement of Windmill Hut from The Legend of Zelda. Executive producers for July 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Kirsten Haslinger, Ingmar Gremmen, The Cult of Gorfanax, Finch DeJong, King Waza, Allison Ansel, Luke Powers, Tarka, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Silken Guns, Matthew Weber, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Neil, Melissa Booker, Keith Snyder, Cameron Abbas, Ariel Badger Release, Zenith Will Rule, Exley, Gary Sion, Dash Sean the Rage Monster, Carl, Harrison Andrew, Jade, Paul M., Jorit, Figure Arnston, Anna Stuhlfarer, Dylan, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlotte, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. If you want to support the show directly, you can find me at patreon.com slash You can find Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. And you can find a link to Lauren's Etsy shop on her Twitter account. You can also help us out just by reviewing us on iTunes, subscribing to us on Podbean or YouTube, or leaving a comment wherever you listen to the show. Means of salt, but if you know not, snow, 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 sn